0: Welcome back to the Life of an Average Show podcast. Brandon Avera here. I've got a special guest. For my last episode of 2023, I've got a special guest. But before I get to my special guest, I want to say thank you, first and foremost, to everybody that has been supporting the show over the years, following me, following the content, following what I do on TikTok, on Trash Talk, everybody that has been part of this show. Some of my great, great, great listeners, my people that engage, the people that have been emailing and, and dropping content themselves, that have been sharing the Life of an Average Joe podcast, I'm losing my voice today, guys. This is the, you you know me for years, I'm tired, or I'm losing my voice, or maybe I'm getting sick, that's like the story of my life, <clears throat> but it's also the time that I record these shows. I record these shows late sometimes so that's just the way it is or maybe i've recorded like five tiktoks four reels three trash talks and four episodes of the life of an average joe podcast all in one night can't get much of a voice after that but i want to thank everybody i want to thank everybody that's been on the show i want to thank everybody that's been sending comments to the life of an average joe podcast.com follow me on tiktok Everybody that is supported and even the people that have hated and I've got them there. I've got a continuous amount of trolls and it's okay because I, I don't care. The people that listen in silence don't say anything and then they go to their house with their friends and I live rent free in their heads. You know, they just talk about, God, can you believe what Brandon said on his show? I mean, who listens to that? Yet you're listening, and every time you listen, I get paid. So thank you very much. But it's been an awesome year. We've got some really cool stuff coming up for 2024. Besides new merchandise, new website. Oh, man, new interviews, lives. All kinds of stuff. By the way, I am pretty sure the foundation in my house is jacked up. I'm starting to get some cracks in this old house. Matter of fact, I know the foundation's messed up. But I'm looking at the doors. And my son's closet door doesn't close very much. But I'm looking at the corner and there's like a crack on the wall. I'm looking at another corner and there's a crack on the wall. There's three cracks in the corners. Like where the door frame is... Going up into like a triangle. Like, not a triangle, but going up. So, uh, that's going to be a fun project for 2024. But anyway, I digress. I'm here. My guest. And I wasn't sure how I was going to end the show. And what I mean by end the show was, I wasn't sure how I was going to end 2023. I could have easily done my own thing. I've got plenty of episodes, ideas that I could have done. I could have talked about New Year's and had a New Year's Eve special. And I don't like doing that. Every year, I don't want to sit here and do like a Christmas special, a Thanksgiving special. The only time I consistently do themes is around Halloween because it's my favorite holiday. But I thought to myself, let's look at 2023 and let's look at some of the things happening in 2024 as far as movies franchises music pop culture and if i'm gonna do that i've got to have my good friend nick luck on because it's been a long time so without further ado nick luck I don't even know if he. We're gonna ask him. Does he do the AOK podcast anymore? Because I have not seen him drop an episode. He's been so busy doing art shows and writing. We we got to find out what's going on with the AOK podcast. But Nick Luck's coming on for one last time in 2023. Right. Well, Nick Luck will be joining us very shortly. He's uh, having some technical difficulties. We all are having some technical difficulties. But we are looking forward, we are going to talk about 2023 and 2024. Kind of some of the things that have been going on. Not on the political side, of course, because I, well, quite frankly, don't care. But more or less talking about the movies, the pop culture, the things that have been going on, on, that we look forward to, and what's coming in 2023. 24 and we're still having technical difficulties guys and what also has been around in 2023 so we've had a lot of good you know 2023 uh 2023 was a strange year because movies have still been kind of suffering you know they've been suffering ever since covid the whole pandemic we've also had a lot of streaming service issues. We've had streaming services that merged price raging, uh, or like, as I like to say, price gouging, we've had different platforms losing contracts to this, blah, blah, blah. But overall, like if you look back at 2023, we have absolutely, absolutely have had some amazing, amazing movies. And some of those movies really kind of snuck up on us. And I believe Nick Luck is out there right now. I see him. He's, he's, he's waiting in the green room. Let's see if we can get Nick Luck in here. Nick, can you join the podcast? Or do I need to do something? Have I messed up? Am I not uh, bringing you in? because i'm excited to wrap up my final show of 2023 with nick luck we've been talking a lot we we do a lot of stuff together and uh i believe he's here guys let's get this conversation started okay nick luck is coming in he should be here in two one let's go nick what is up my dude
1: Hey, sorry about the delay there. It sounded like like I was listening to you, and it sounded like you were doing your best Transformers impression.
0: I was, actually. You missed out on that. It was part (laughs) of the
1: show. (laughs) Yeah, so I think my Wi-Fi was just being buggy, so I relocated, and it sounds a whole lot better. So it was definitely my side.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Look, you're here. We're here and we're talking man i was just i'm losing my voice so <clears throat> i'm going to have to yell uh for a little bit um you know got to love that it happens to me a lot because i talk so much i just lose my voice it just i talk and i never shut up um
1: but <laughs> man there's a lot to talk about
0: there is there is and this is the last podcast for me for 2023 i'm excited to have you on although we have technical difficulties it's just, it's just, you know, power for the core. <clears throat> and uh, we're going to make this work. So I was kind of talking about how when you look at, like, movies, you know, movies have been struggling really since 2019. And this year didn't help with the writer's strike and the actor's strike. I mean, it put a lot of things on hold for about five months, give or take. Um, as we wrap up the year, though... We are looking ahead, and I kind of, before we look ahead, I want to look behind and look at 2023 and look at some of the things that have come out and have really surprised us, that have really just been like a refresher from all the franchises, or maybe no franchise. Maybe it was just a show. Maybe it was a documentary. Maybe it was a movie that you were like, I can't believe how good this is. And I think, you know, when I went back and looked before the show here, there were a lot of them that I was like, oh, my God, that did come out in 2023. That was amazing. So off the top of your head, dude, what do you think about the movies? We'll get into shows and series if we can, if we have time. And and it can be streaming, too. It doesn't just have to be movie theater. What do you think about the movies like of twenty twenty three? You think it was a good year for them? You think it was a bad year? What do you think?
1: Hmm. I think it was a an okay. I think it was an okay year for them. It wasn't because it was rough because of the strike, and I think it definitely affected a lot of things. We had a lot of pushback, but I think despite that, it was. Definitely, I think, a good year for TV shows still. There was a lot of great things, streaming. And for movies, I think it affected the movies the most. But I think TV shows for sure were still able to really... I think TV shows were still able to hit their stride, without a doubt.
0: I think so, too. Um, You know, I was looking at some... I mean, we've had some bombs. We have had some amazing surprises in 2023. And I look back at some of the ones that people maybe they forgot about, or maybe they didn't think about. You have the obvious ones, okay? Super Mario Brothers. Unbelievable, right? I mean, the Mario Brothers cartoon, the animated film, might have been one of the best, if not the best animated films to come out in 2023. And maybe... Over the last five years, I think it was that uh, good.
1: Why in the world did I forget that came out this year? Wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just you know, this past—it was just this past summer,
0: spring. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. Okay, I take that back. It was a good. It was a really good year for movies. So yeah, Mar- Mario Brothers was—it was—it was so great, and. I I was I was like I went into it thinking it was gonna be at least a fun movie and I love thinking okay this is Nintendo is gonna be happy and they're gonna start making a bunch of Nintendo movies now. <laughs> well, and and we've got we've got the talks about Legend of Zelda now, so
0: which is we're all waiting for. Yeah, um, I not mean, sure I'm not sure if about it
1: being live action, but.
0: Eh. I, I've always wanted a live action Legend of Zelda, but you got to do that. you got to be very careful with that. And yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to pull it off, but I'm interested. But yeah. yes, you had, and, and then think about this, dude, you also had the another top tier animated film at probably in the top 10 for best. Uh, I have to think about that, but I, I'm, I'm willing to put my money on it superhero films with Across the Spider-Verse.
1: Bro.
0: That came out in June. So we went from like April Mario Brothers to June Across the Spider-Verse and was hit with one of the most beautiful animated movies. One of the best action movies. One of the coolest Spider-Man movies with the dopest soundtrack even though I think the first soundtrack was better. It was still dope. And one of the biggest cliffhangers I've ever seen, dude.
1: You know, come to think of it, <clears throat> I'm with you there because thinking back to it, I got to listen to it again, but right now, the soundtrack to the first movie is definitely, I can, I can think back to a bunch of them right now. I right. can't, I'm having a bit of trouble remembering some of the sequels. Not that they were bad or anything, but I feel like the other one was more memorable with the music. But, you know, they were st- still great, still uh, fun and everything. But yeah, the movie itself, delicious. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. Yes.
0: And, you know, the other thing, too, uh, about the soundtrack, and I think really, I think really, it was the mood. Mm -hmm. because if you listen to the second soundtrack and then you watch the second film, it almost works because of everything that was going on. It was a much darker film. And yeah, I mean, he was trying to find himself. Miles was trying to, you know, adapt to who he was. He was missing the people that he truly felt connected to. And then we got to the darkness of those people that he thought he was connected to were turning on him. Not all of them, but that's what he felt like. Then he felt like, oh my God, I'm losing that. And now I'm about to lose my real family. And then you got you have the great, great villain story. And it was like, so I when you listen to that soundtrack, it kind of works for the second movie. I just enjoy the first one better. I think like you could put that first soundtrack on, and just rock out to it, whether you watch the movie or not. Like it just yeah. got some. It's too good of a, of a soundtrack. But then, I, you know, let's look at some of the other films. We also had in April, we had Guardians of the Galaxy three, completely wrapped up. In my opinion, Marvel's best trilogy. Guardians I, is Marvel's best trilogy.
1: I really forgot what all came out this year. Wow.
0: You know, I, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, we had, you know, we got the, we, we got John Wick Chapter Four. You know, we got. Um, I, I'm just going off some of these ones that I think were solid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Guardians Three. Um,
1: <laughs> I that don't really. I
0: don't really care about Barbie. But it is a billion-dollar movie, dude. Like, whether I like it or not, that is massive, dude.
1: Yeah, like, every time you mention these movies, I'm like, oh, yeah, that did come out this year. This guy, I kept, I kept thinking back to when I said, yeah, it was an okay year. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that did come out. That, oh, this was a great year for movies. And then I remember when you said Barbie. I'm like, yeah, every time I heard about Barbie, I kept hearing, yeah, it hit this milestone, it hit that milestone. I thought... I was interested because it seemed like it was going to be a fun movie. Like seeing the actors and actresses in it—Will Ferrell in there, a couple of um, just 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 the 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 list of people in there—and it just seemed like a, a a movie that would just be fun in general. I never got around to it, but I think I would definitely have fun watching it. It's not something that I would be like jumping at attention no no of course not i haven't
0: and and look i'll be honest with you i haven't seen it yet it's streaming on multiple platforms now i will probably watch it after the holidays are over so now Mm -hmm. uh once we go into january and we start to hit a dry spell and things slow down on a personal level for me and a business level i'm gonna go back and watch some of those movies that i was like okay this is one of them um Not that I'm excited to watch Barbie, but it's one of them. But I'm going to continue talking about some of these big movies. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, huge. A24 had an amazing year with Infinity Pool and Talk to Me. And like, there's just so many Equalizer 3, which was maybe not huge, but it was an awesome new addition into the franchise. We also saw Blue Beetle. So we saw a new superhero um, that, quite frankly, I'm excited to see more of. I thought the Blue Beetle movie was very good. I thought it was, like, I don't think it was amazing, but I thought it was very good. And it definitely had the bones to make future projects, and I look forward to that. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, excellent
1: and they did they say that was continuing like that was jump-starting the new no well you
0: know and we'll get to the we'll get to the dumpster fire known as dc in a little bit but (laughs) um no no unfortunately uh the timing of everything by wb and and everybody else involved they released that instead of like the okay blue beetle should have came out in december and Aquaman should have came out in the summer because Blue Beetle, the character, is going to be continued. James Gunn said he's going to keep that character. He might not mm-hmm. keep the same story. He might not like reference the uh, the initial Blue Beetle movie. But oh, he wa- but he wants to keep Blue Beetle. So <laughs> they release that movie, <sighs> and then we go back to Aquaman. I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the just stop it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, y'all oh. just, like, and this is, mind you, and, and, and I'm jumping the gun, this is, <laughs> mind you, after Aquaman's been delayed and reshot and delayed. and re- I mean, It's just so bad. But I haven't oh, even got to man. this. What about the movies as of late? Godzilla Minus One. Where did that come
1: from? Yeah, I didn't even know that was coming out. I've, I've heard a couple people saw it and were like, dude, this is amazing.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, I saw it. Uh, I knew there was a Godzilla movie coming. And Mm -hmm. then I didn't realize about it. I was like, oh, cool, Godzilla minus one. And I saw the trailer. I'm like, that looks awesome. And then I just happened on a whim one night to just go see it. Like, right after work, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go watch Godzilla. I don't... I was not prepared for what I was about to see. First off, this movie costs less Than one episode of She-Hawk.
1: Ayo. Bro. How is that possible? (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't know. China or Japanese, Tokyo. I don't know. I don't know what the exchange rate is. But one episode less than She-Hawk. This movie was unbelievable. Dude, I'm a big Godzilla fan. I've always liked Godzilla.
1: Totally. Oh, always.
0: I mean, back in the day, Saturday morning they'd show Godzilla flicks. Some little dude in a rubber suit and Godzilla's doing a drop kick. Like I'm into it.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: you know, Godzilla's fighting Mothra and it's got those two little Asian girls singing. Like I'm into it. Like,
1: right? Give me more <laughs> of it.
0: And then when like Godzilla 1985 come out, came out, I was like, ooh, that was like the first big Godzilla movie. Like. When in 1985 came out, that was just like a violent, big, awesome. You know, Perry Mason. That dude was in it. Like it was great. And then, um, you know, we got the crappy Godzilla movie that with um,
1: Matthew who was Broderick. Oh, <laughs> God,
0: just not cool at all. Uh, it had moments. Uh, you know what it had? The marketing behind it was amazing.
1: It had good toys, too. I had a bunch of those. Great
0: toys and a great soundtrack. You want to talk about soundtrack? Killer soundtrack.
1: Oh, yeah. But not a good movie.
0: (laughs) But I've always been a Godzilla fan. Right. Dude, I got to tell you right now, this this movie should, quite frankly, embarrass um, Hollywood right now. It should embarrass Hollywood because they gave us so many connections to the humans. The human people played such a massive role and had such a massive impact on the film like I was into the human element when normally with Godzilla movies I don't really care like if you give me some cool characters great but I want to see Godzilla wreck some stuff up
1: yeah I remember that was like the issue with 2014's Godzilla
0: yeah he didn't do anything
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, fourteen's Godzilla. Wait,
1: Maybe. did I quote the wrong year?
0: Which one are you talking Wait. about? Which Godzilla are you talking about?
1: Uh, let's see, the one where he's fighting those two bug-looking kaiju. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just watched the, that movie again, actually, after seeing... Um, I, you know what? I think that movie's actually pretty good, dude.
1: I I, I did like it, yeah, but I, I remember that was, like, the major complaint people had with it.
0: What? That they I didn't mind it, so?
1: honestly, but what's up?
0: I didn't mind the human element in it. I thought they were okay. Actually. Yeah. Uh, Much better than King of Monsters. Uh, the human element, King of Monsters was just pointless. I'm like, I'm like this woman literally just released monster zero and we're supposed to feel bad for her. Like (laughs) just awful. but in this movie you get the story, you get this because you get the war aspect of it. You get, I mean, there's so, I don't want to give anything away, but it's, it's exciting. And the acting is good. And Godzilla is got to be the most vicious version of Godzilla that I have ever seen.
1: Yeah. I heard he's a menace in that movie. He is a menace,
0: dude. And I'm talking like, bro is cocky. (laughs) like you see it in the way he walk, like I, but he looks so cool. I'm like, you know what? That movie came out of nowhere, dude, out of nowhere. And it has got to be one of the coolest movies I've seen. So we, I think that in 2023, like we had some really good quality films. Like people can sit there and talk about how bad, Movies are and how the movie theaters aren't showing anything. But look at what we just rattled off. Yep. I mean, and I didn't even get into all the other stuff like Killers of the Flower Moon and the A24 stuff. I didn't get into some of those ones that are kind of like that were streaming, even like Joyland. And um, there's some other great movies out there that, quite frankly, People like past lives, past lives was phenomenal. Could not believe how great it was. Um, Did you see the boy and the heron?
1: Uh, No, I haven't been in the theater in a while. I've been missing out a lot. That is actually, that's been my bad. I I haven't been able to keep up with the uh, releases since, what was the last movie I saw? Um, Oh shoot, I forgot what I saw last. I think it was like the last Marvel movie, probably.
0: Well, so, and I haven't gone a lot. I've just been lucky enough to catch some of these. Um, but Boy and the Heron is uh, from the uh, studio, uh, I'm going to say the name, uh, you know, who, did, who does all the anime. Studio Chibli. Chib, Chib- oh, I'm, Ghibli. I can't say it. Thank you, Ghibli. I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's <so> amazing. It's... <laughs> Dave ba- Dude, Dave Patista, Christian Bale like
1: oh snap
0: dude it's a masterpiece i absolutely loved it like unreal um there's just a lot of other cool movies that we've seen like dude teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem another animated film that was super fun
1: oh crap i still gotta see that ah uh,
0: that's on that uh, a- peak that's on peacock i think right now
1: oh sweet yeah i'm gonna watch that soon yeah dude watch it bro
0: and it you know what it did it absolutely set up like an amazing sequel. Uh, then let's talk about Netflix. They cloned Tyrone, put out just amazing, awesome sci-fi movie with an exceptional cast and a huge message that I thought was amazing. I mean, like, we have gotten some really, really cool movies this year. So when people talk about, like, oh, there's nothing for me to see, I'm like, are you even, are you even trying you know, like, I know it's not the same as it used to be, but I feel like they gave us a lot. and And streaming services gave us a lot, too. So what was your favorite? Like, if you had to think of something, like, when you think about movies that you saw over the last year, what stands out to you? And I know you missed a lot. But even, like, streaming, like, what stands out to you?
1: Yeah, that's... Oh, that's the bummer. I, I have a lot of catching up to do, and based off of everything you told me, I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta make, I gotta. So I have pulled up everything from 2023 right now, and I'm looking down, and I'm like, yeah, I got a lot to watch, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I fell off really hard that's, this year. That's
0: not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, thank goodness for streaming. Um, so without a doubt, I, you know, I'm, am I'm, I'm, I'm a course biased towards my favorite superhero Spider-Man. Across the Spider-Verse is the top thing for me. Um, that was my favorite this year and it just really, I just love the idea of like all those different Spider-Men, just the whole society of them all together and how it all just further define what it meant to be Spider Man and just how Miles showed how he wanted to as he said, do his own thing. You know, further defining how he wants to strive to be different, be his own Spider Man. Yeah. So you know. Um, but yeah, like there it's it's hard to choose even with that in mind, even with even with that bias in mind because all it's hard for me to dislike stuff because everything I most every everything I've seen this year I've liked and even though I've had dislikes of here and there with the stuff I've still taken the I've still left these um movies and tv shows and what have you and thought yeah I liked that it was enjoyable
0: Bro, you did not like the Flash. Let's not let's <laughs>
1: stop. 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 Well, I will say this. I will say this. That I, I, I can't lie. Oh, That's god. that that end credit scene was trash with with a uh, Oh my god. with Aquaman. God, it was so
0: garbage. I
1: was so mad I waited to see even, that.
0: Me too. I was there, so oh mad. my god. I was I was mad at myself. <laughs> I wasn't even mad at DC. I was just angry at myself yeah I was like Brandon you knew better you knew better
1: I was like you're not even gonna set up what's gonna come next like come on now well there's
0: nothing coming next
1: (laughs) yeah uh, but I was like like this is supposed to be a reboot or set up the reboot or something I'm like what the ah I'm like
0: I should have just left no me too I (laughs) the only good things about the the only good things about the flash were Michael Keaton yep and, uh, homegirl who played Supergirl who's now no longer playing Supergirl. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I, dude, I'm not even mad at James Gunn. And we're going to get to some of the stuff because I got a lot to talk about with this. Guys, if you're just <laughs> tuning in, don't, for, don't forget to check out all of our episodes, all the past episodes of Life of an Average Joe podcast with Nick and myself, um, and all the stuff that you can find on Wisdom. And TikTok and social media, we talk about a lot. So we're going to dive into some of that in a minute. But yeah, flat. that was bad, dude. That was, that was bad. But I understand what you're saying, dude. I understand, like, I enjoyed Black Adam. Yes. Okay? Like, when <laughs> I, I was genuinely excited, I didn't think it was a perfect movie.
1: Right.
0: I, I didn't think that it was going to change the face of DC but I enjoyed the uniqueness of it. I really thought that they did something super special. The fact that they sat there and they gave us all these new characters with the Justice Society, and they gave us this team that we were introduced to for the first time on screen, but yet that team felt so cohesive. And like such a unit and worked so well together and it was well written. I was impressed with that. Yeah. I mean, the average person does not know who the justice society is. So when we watch that and you're enjoying it and you're like, okay. So I enjoyed black Adam and I know a lot of people trash that movie and that's fine. Uh, I enjoyed parts of the marvels. Um, I think the Marvels is better than Captain Marvel as a movie uh the villain was trash um I'm sorry that that's Loki's fiance or wife or whatever but, oh uh,
1: I forgot about that
0: yeah good looking girl I mean True. I'm not mad at her
1: right <laughs> you know I'm
0: mad and i I'm sure she can act she did the best she could with the crappy script you know yeah um part of me kind of wish
1: they didn't even like have a singular villain. I wish part of me kind of wish Thank they you. just didn't even have that in there. I
0: absolutely agree with you. I almost I wish, I wish they went the Pixar route, where the villain more or less was them trying to work together. Yep. Because I think that that was the real story, and that was exactly what you were getting anyway. So mm-hmm. why did you waste our time with this villain? Um, I enjoyed you know, seeing Sam Jackson do Nick Fury in this new stage of his life. I thought yeah. some of it was very cheesy. Um, quite frankly, Miss Marvel stole the show again. Oh yeah. She's amazing. And I thought the post-credit scenes were actually worth something. So there you go.
1: I love how they, the, my favorite thing too is the inclusions, the more inclusions of the multiverse, especially with the actors. Agreed. Agreed. I'm really glad how they're bringing these actors back for these roles. It's it's really good to see.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's and whichever ones have a, you know, either a, a bigger role or just a cameo, it doesn't matter. It's you can tell it's going somewhere, and and that's why when people bash, and I don't want to turn this into an MCU show because we got other things to talk about. When people mm-hmm. bash the MCU. I'm like, really? You can bash it. And, I, and, and, and sometimes they deserve to be bashed. But yeah,
1: it's worth criticism.
0: It's worth criticism. But if you stack up, and I'm not even talking about box office numbers, just stack up what the MCU has done as far as progressing a story, as far as trying to develop, compared to what DC has done, then the conversation is over.
1: Yeah. Like there's no
0: talking. <laughs> like, stop. And I'm not saying that D, like, people can't enjoy DC movies. I like both, dude. I would love to sit there and have a great franchise with DC and a great ch- franchise with the MCU. I would. And I hope for that one day. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Um, I think this is the best opportunity. And if James Gunn can't pull it off, then you know what? You just need to bury the DC for a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah, like if James Gunn has a bomb, and it's his first movie, it's game over. See you later. Call it a day. Oof. Yeah, of course WB's uh, on the brink of filing for bankruptcy anyway, so Mickey Mouse might come in and buy them. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Disney might as well. <laughs> I and honestly, I just—I
0: <laughs> was going to say, I just want to see him snap and disappear. Just. You know, you remember back in the day when like Disney would lock their movies away in a vault? That's what they called it. They'd be like, we're releasing this. Back in my day, it was on VHS. We're releasing Cinderella on VHS for the first time. And (laughs) after that, it'll be, it was like a limited run. Like they would release like 5,000 copies (laughs) or whatever. And Mm -hmm. when it was gone, they would put it back in the vault. I hope they buy it. And I hope they put DC in the vault until I am dead and buried because I am so sick of having reboot after reboot. If James Gunn fails, oh, my God, I can't do it anymore. I just can't.
1: You don't want to see, like, ten more Batman uh, no. reboots back-to-back? No, no. I, I don't even, <laughs> Batman was, like, one
0: of my favorite characters, and now I'm like, you know what? I'm done watching after Christian Bale. Everything else after that doesn't exist and even even before that and i like christian bailey i know he's not perfect but those movies were great thanks to christopher nolan um i'm just going back in time and being like you know what i'm watching keaton i'm happy with my two michael keaton movies three if you count the flash but i'm never watching that again so (laughs) that's just all she wrote but i mean like we got a lot of cool stuff we got a lot of cool stuff and i I think I agree with you, dude. I think that Across the Spider-Verse might have been, and I, I don't know if it's my favorite movie of 2023, but I will tell you this. It is a movie experience that I remember vividly. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the, the, the sound, but I just remember looking at my son get so excited, who was five at the time and he just so excited and so into it and like it was the first movie that just he started clapping at the end uh, and i have never seen him do that in a movie and nobody else like he started doing it before other people uh, and i was like
1: awesome.
0: yeah it 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 gave me some dad dad chills you know yeah. and i was like that was pure joy you know so having that experience with him and then knowing how I felt during that movie, absolutely amazing. Just, just unbelievable. So it's up there. Uh, Mario was there. Mm -hmm. Um, I really did enjoy seeing guardians three. Um, that was something that was something just special. Um, and in so many different ways, and I'm sure there's other movies that I have to go back and look. I mean, even Godzilla Minus One, I was like, good God.
1: Yeah, I was happy yeah. with Ant-Man. I mean, it wasn't exactly sure. what I wanted completely, but I still really enjoyed it. Same.
0: I was happy with it, too. Um, I need to watch it again, actually, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. due, too. I, I meant to. Wa- I mean, I still got to watch it for the second time. I keep putting it off.
0: Well, we're forgetting one of the biggest franchises out there was Star Wars. Let's talk about that. Ooh, yes. Now, we got some really good content this year with Star Wars. We got Andor Season Mm -hmm. 1, which took me a long time to watch. I don't know why. It just did. But once I did, I was like, okay, this is a freaking Star Wars show with no Jedi, no force. And you made me into it. And I already know how it's going to end. And I still don't care. I still want to watch it. Like I know how these guys are going to end up. They're dead. I know he's dead. But I am so interested in this. And we got to see. It really was truly a more mature Star Wars.
1: Oh yeah. It's it's great to see too because you <clears throat> sometimes forget how intense how deep the this type of war that the, that these both that the both sides get between the empire and the rebellion and what both sides especially the rebellion has to sacrifice to to get the better uh, to get the upper hand and we see that especially from the rebellion and it it's it kind of hurts to see sometimes because they we we've seen multiple times the rebellion some, certain people in the rebellion doing some not so nice not so uh, yeah. morale well uh, that's not the right word but not so uh, what's the word not so paragon <laughs> based things right. but um, you know that that's what they felt was needed so.
0: Uh, I agree with you. And we get to see just how, how the layers of not just the rebellion, but the layers of the political side, what was going on behind the scenes, and just how deep mm-hmm. it was and who was behind. You know, you always think, like, how was this Death Star completed? And we saw what those prisoners were doing. They were making the freaking Death Star that probably killed their planets, you know? They made the Death Star, like, it was just unbelievable to think that Andor himself, who got the plans for the Death Star, was actually making the Death Star. Like, it's just so, I really enjoyed that. I really absolutely enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next season, next and final season. Um, Mandalorian, oh my God, dude. What an epic, epic, epic show. Taking it beyond the Mandalorian, setting up the Ahsoka series even more. But not just that, setting up the future for what's to come and really diving into Mandalore and taking us back to Mandalore and diving into what happened there. I love that season. I thought it was great.
1: Man, yeah, it was, it was really great to see the, the setup and being able to see these characters connected. Yes. And it, felt, it, made, it made sense. And the more I see Ahsoka, of course, the, the, the happier I am. <laughs> same, same. And
0: quite frankly, out of everything that came out from Star Wars this year, Ahsoka was my favorite. The whole series. The Ahsoka series to me was unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: Dave Filoni served up Star Wars in a sandwich and said, "Everything you guys want, everything you guys know, everything. I mean, leading up to Thrawn, and I mean, we're we're gonna give you some Dathomir, we're gonna give you some Thrawn, we're gonna give you, we're gonna connect it back to uh, to Clone Wars." Uh, You know, when they were on the planet with the the brother and the sister and the father, like we're coming full circle. And oh, by the way, here's Anakin. And uh, here's a little live action Clone Wars for you.
1: Yeah. And that closure between Ahsoka and Anakin finally. There you go.
0: (laughs) I got to say that 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 was a 10 out of 10. I mean, oh, yeah, really want to be. I I was really hoping for that. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, me, too. And I quite frankly, seeing Ahsoka come face to face with Hayden or Anakin, I got to be honest with you, that might have made it worth the whole show, the whole series.
1: Oh, easily, yeah.
0: Now the it's, question it's is, it's one of those. Hmm? No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Oh my bad. It looks like there was a little bit of a delay. Um, it's it's finally one of those situations. In the, in the lore of Star Wars where in the back of my head, I was always wondering like, okay, we know these force ghosts are out there. Where, why, are, why aren't some of them doing some of these interactions? And good point. this good was point. one of those moments yeah. where it's like, this will be perfect for him to interact. And it's like, finally, and here's Anakin. This is the perfect time for him to do something. And there he was. <laughs> no,
0: that's a really good point too. Like, and he did something. He wasn't just there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, good point. And it, it it left us wanting so much more, and it left us like it left us really going, Okay, where's this leading to? And how? And that's what gets me going into. 2024 and we're gonna start with star wars we got some great news dave filoni is one step closer to being in control of the star wars franchise so that is what we want uh most likely he will take over for kathleen kennedy i imagine yes um <clears throat> we 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 see that happening. Um, he's obviously heavily involved in every single show that is coming out on Disney Plus. As far as Mandalorian goes, um, you know, I know that's John Favreau's thing, but he's there. Dave Filoni's been there with Book of Boba Fett. Dave Filoni was a hundred percent hands on with Ahsoka. He's got a plan. He's a lot like Feige. And he has a plan
1: and that's what we need we need that's a plan need. yes
0: <laughs> god but now we are looking at 2024 and we got some things that are coming first and foremost let's talk about the next star wars movie allegedly minus any setbacks will begin production in 2024 mm. now that star wars movie <clears throat> is the one with ray coming back to start a new jedi order. I don't
1: <sighs> Can they please not get them all killed off this time? <laughs> why Can they are Please we starting be alive. New...
0: But why are we <laughs> but why? What why? 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 Why are we starting a new jedi order? What's the point? What's the point?
1: I think the only reason is because they want to i think it's and this is just a this is just an uh what's it called this is my uh, just a uh, what's it called a shot in the dark This might be Filoni's idea of trying to fix what the sequels kind of failed on doing where no, they, I don't even know if
0: is involved with this movie dude Oh that would kinda, I mean Ooh he's I mean he, okay. He's involved. Let's be real, yeah. State Felony. Right, but but I don't think that he's going to be as involved with this as he's involved with the shows. Oh, and I could be wrong. Man. We don't know yet. Oh, okay. We we don't know yet, but I'm looking at it right now, and it says uh, Ray's new Jedi Order movie has been set as the first to release, and it'll likely be. Going into production in 2024. It was supposed to go into production in 2023, uh, shortly after it was announced on Star Wars Day uh, that Ray was coming back, but because of the strikes, blah, blah, blah.
1: Hmm, okay. So So maybe.
0: I mean, if Filoni's involved, I got a little more faith.
1: Yeah, because my idea was along the lines of what Luke's idea of the jedi order was supposed to be i I, my thought was she was going to continue what luke was trying to do before they got wiped out and it would be cool because we never got to see that because you know the sequels and it would be nice to see the jedi order actually you know not blinded by being only interested in just the light side but actually Accepting of both sides, kind of like how Qui Gon and um, Mace were, so that'd be really nice.
0: Yeah, I guess just like who's she gonna fight? Okay, you gotta have bad guys, right?
1: Yeah. So it's gonna be um, a, a third clone of Sidious.
0: It's gonna be. <laughs> oh my God, Palpatine has returned.
1: Um, what
0: if what if Palpatine has returned, and it's Rey? and this whole time she was taking the lead as a skywalker but really she was hiding as a palpatine since she is a palpatine and she only killed she only killed emperor palpatine to take the lead <laughs> to be the new queen of the empire
1: oh lord
0: <laughs> so palpatine came <laughs> back as a girl
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> That's what
0: happened. That's it.
1: If that, if any of
0: this happens, I quit. I'm done.
1: I think the whole Star Wars community would would completely unify to just burn Disney to the ground.
0: There would be like a GoFundMe to buy it back from Disney. You know, like.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um,
0: so that's coming out. I don't know how I feel about it. We'll, we we'll, I don't have a problem with Ray. We'll just, we'll see.
1: But we also Let me do get Finn have, as a Jedi.
0: I don't even think Finn's coming. Finn's like, nah, y'all screw you guys.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have low hopes for him coming back, but hopefully, we'll see. I, I
0: know. We also have the new show Skeleton Crew. Oh yeah. That's going to take place in the New Republic era, following a group of kids who got lost in the galaxy. Following a discovery made on their home planet. Jude Law is playing the lead. As an unnamed force user. Hmm. And this the style of the series. Has been described as. Uh, similar to that of. Stranger things. Meet Star Wars. Now they're there's talk Dave, John, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are executive producers. So that's good. Right. And they're saying that skeleton, skeleton crew could tie into the Mandalorian
1: and stranger things
0: will, and stranger things,
1: which will <laughs> act
0: as a climax leading into the Mandalorian kind of movie that Dave Filoni's talked about. Oh, Well, because Dave Filoni basically said he wants his shows, The Mandalorian and Ahsoka, to all end on the big screen. Mm. Dave Filoni's set to do a movie, and most likely that's going to be the big old Thrawn battle that we're we're leaning towards that's all coming there. And he wants that part to tie into, you know... The rise of the First Order and all that. But he wants to end it. He wants Thrawn to end on the big screen, Mandalorian to end on the big screen, Ahsoka to probably die on the big screen. So, oh, ske- man. Skeleton Crew seems like it's got a lot of potential. The fact yeah. that they're being very mysterious about it is, is interesting. I've got no problems with Jude Law being involved. I think that's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm stoked about it. But I am... Well, I I'm, I like it. Uh, we also got... New Star Wars fans. We're eating good this year, guys. Yes. Bad Batch Season 3, the finale, the final Bad Batch, will be out in 2024. Uh, it will be 16 episodes, uh, which I'm not excited about. But... And the reason I'm not excited about it is... I've always liked the Bad Batch. I thought the first mm-hmm. season was great. I thought the second season was a lot of wasted episodes, man.
1: Ooh, a lot. More like filler?
0: Yeah, there were so many filler episodes. They had like sixteen oh. episodes. And quite frankly, you could have cut six of them out and you could have made it ten and it would have been an awesome show. Um mm, but okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You got sixteen episodes. And the the thing that sucked about it was is they they spread it out week to week. And when you had like filler after filler, you just got kind of bored. So yeah, you know what I mean. So like, yeah. I'm into the week to week viewing, like on Ahsoka and Mandalorian. But for Bad Batch, I would let those stack up. Like I'd put like three back to back, and then I would watch all three, because I was like, dude, I got a filler episode. What the crap? I got to wait a whole another week for another filler. But at least if I had them back to back, I could just zip right through them you know,
1: yeah, that makes sense i w- I would do the same thing but we now get the, I know we, what I'm getting into
0: <laughs> the, yeah exactly, but we get the we get the final sixteen episodes um of bad batch, and with season two ending on a really great great cliffhanger and a really kind of devastating finale i'm I'm looking forward to that um Scrolling along, guys, we got Andor Season 2 coming out. Okay, Andor Season 2 is 12 episodes.
1: Hmm, meaty okay. seasons.
0: Yeah, and it's going to detail the four years of Cassie and Andor's life that led them straight into Rogue One. And that is slated for a late 2024 release. Now, again, they have not changed the dates on any of these yet, even with the strike. So I what I'm telling you guys now is what I... I mean, they could change, but as of right now, not so much. I I think one of the number one things I'm looking forward to in Star Wars is The Acolyte. Now, The Acolyte will be the first Star Wars TV series to look beyond the timeline of Skywalker, and it takes place a hundred years before The Phantom Menace.
1: Mm... I keep forgetting about that timeline.
0: I'm excited. It's going to see the fall of the Jedi. And the main character, one of the main characters is a Sith. And the Star Wars story is going to be really taken from a Sith's point of view. And it's eight episodes and it's slated for 2024. I'm into that. I'm into that. We're going into an an era that we've never dabbled in. And we get to really dive in to when the Jedi fell and the Sith were at their all-time, like, hey, we're here. I'm excited.
1: Yeah, finally, we get to see more of that side.
0: Now, let's look at it. Should we do Marvel or should we do DC, guys? What, What do you think? What do you think, Nick?
1: Uh, uh. Let's get, let's get some DC in there. I, I
0: okay.
1: Their side's looking a little bit. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, guys, <laughs> as, you, as you know, Aquaman 2, The Lost Kingdom, as we're recording this, comes out in a week. I will be going there on the 22nd. By the time some of you guys listen to this on the Life of an Average Joe podcast, if you're not listening to it right now live on Wisdom, Uh, it'll have already been out. So we have the end of DC, right? The end of the Snyderverse. Um, With Aquaman 2 and the, uh, what's it called? I forgot. Aquaman 2 and the Lost Nobody Cares. Um, (laughs) Right. I, I don't know what to say. I got nothing to say. So that's how they're ending the year. Now what does DC have? We know that James Gunn's taking over. But obviously it doesn't have any movies slated for 2024. But the first movie that's slated for 2024 coming from DC is not even a James Gunn movie. It is. Joker. Part 2.
1: Oh, with yeah.
0: Wa- with Joaquin Phoenix and
1: Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn. Now... My, my Joker face. No, no, my no, Joker face. No. Oh, no. Yeah, that's
0: it. <laughs> I guarantee you that's it. Um, I mean, if WB had their way, they would do it. I liked the first Joker. I thought Joaquin Phoenix played a really cool version of the Joker. I liked how it kind of crossed over into the Batmanville. We saw a young Batman or a young Bruce Wayne. Um, I thought his version of the Joker was was really cool and demented, and it, it obviously was a very different movie. Um, I'd like to watch it again. I've only seen it once. But I thought that they didn't need to do any more movies. I thought that, quite frankly, they shouldn't make a sequel unless they planned on bringing Joaquin Phoenix's Joker into the rest of the films like into robert pattinson's batman you know then i could be like okay cool like that's cool but they don't have any intention of doing that they have all these different characters and all these different movies that aren't connected so the fact that they announce a sequel and it's being labeled as a movie musical does not (laughs) excite me i'm not into it
1: that is super weird.
0: Like I'm assuming the Joker's in Arkham, he got arrested. I'm right. assuming he's he met Harley and we're going to have a similar story, and I don't mind them having a musical number or two with especially cuz we don't know if it's in Joker's mind or in Harley's mind. Like I don't mind that twistedness. But those that doing one or two numbers does not make it a musical. So it scares me when it says it's going to be a musical. I'm not excited about that. I'm not. Um, (laughs) It's going to be like La La Land. Oh God. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to know what else DC has coming out, that's it. That's all she wrote. Now, There is an animated movie. Um, It's called Justice League uh, Infinity Crisis. Timeline on Infinity, something like that. That's supposed to drop, but it could potentially be pushed back to 2025. But as far as anything else about DC, that is it, guys. That's all she wrote. (laughs) So, nothing. Because... The next movie after that, that's going to launch James Gunn, is Superman Legacy, and that is supposed to drop on July 11th,
1: 2025. Yeah, late 2025. Woof. <sighs> Golly. <Yep. clears
0: throat> so DC's dead. Let's just, let's just call it.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but, that being said, Marvel has also taken some things and kind of put them on the on the back a little bit. So we're going to look at Marvel and see what's coming in 2024. Now, the first movie well, the first show to hit with Marvel in 2024 cuz don't forget we still got What If Season 2 dropping this week.
1: Okay, yeah, buddy.
0: And I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about that. And that's going to be released weekly. So that's going to carry us into 2024. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited that some of the titles of them kind of throw me off. You know, I don't know what to make of it. Some of them sound cool. Others I'm like, "Hmm, not so sure. But I am excited to see how they're carrying some of the stories from the first one over into the second season.
1: Yeah, that is a relief. I was hoping a certain one of them was, but... I know that eventually it will into its own show, so... The zombie we'll one? We'll see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the one I'm Hopefully. really excited about. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it still says it's on there. It just doesn't... I, I don't know. Um, but I think one of the, the shows that's going to surprise people, quite frankly, is going to be Echo that drops on January 9th. Echo drops January 9th. This is a one, one-shot deal. This is a TV-MA. This is Daredevil rating. The trailer looks absolutely amazing. Uh Kingpin is back in the trailer. Uh, Daredevil is in the trailer.
1: Yeah. This is
0: Netflix level violence and they're releasing all the episodes the same day.
1: Now. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. That's a first. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's also awesome. And I think it's appropriate for a show like Echo that's not going to continue. Like, Mm -hmm. give it all to us because January is a pretty slow month. I don't think that this is a show that you need to spread out. I think people need to binge it. And I think a lot of people that were bashing, oh, why are we getting a spinoff series? I think you're about to find out why. I think yeah. it's Disney's, Disney's way to play around with that TVMA a little. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they really haven't done it much at all. And I think it's also Disney's way to go. We're going to tell you a little more story about Kingpin and a little more story about Daredevil with this Echo connection before we give you Daredevil. And I, I think it's going to be <clears> awesome. <throat> like, I'm really excited. I think Echo's like a dark horse.
1: Yeah, and that's what I really appreciated with Marvel too is that they really do like to experiment, and they do that with pretty much all of their projects. They have something they experiment with with each project, and it's always something that's at least interesting. So.
0: No, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> well, it'll make up for it because after that. I guess this is not a, this is not an MCU film. I repeat, not an MCU film, but Madam Web <laughs> drops February 14th in the movie theaters.
1: What month was it?
0: February 14th, Valentine's Day. February. Hmm. Um,
1: I wonder why they chose that date.
0: Who cares?
1: <laughs>
0: Seriously.
1: <laughs>
0: Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, and Emma Roberts, Isabella Mursad, beautiful women. Beautiful women. I've seen them in great roles. Mm-hmm. Great to look at. Don't care at all about this multiverse, Madame Web trying to kill a murderous... Spider-Man. Don't care. Don't care. I mean, Madam Webb's history in the comic books is a different story, and I kind of don't care about her then either. But I don't think that this should have been a live action. If anything, this should have been an animated movie.
1: Yeah, like the the best thing they could have done with this is this should have been. A connection, a connected thing to Spider Verse, like Agreed. for sure. Oh my in the God, same, yeah. like, like imagine if they did this in the same animation style, you know?
0: Dude, I, dude, you would have had me in the movie theater, dude. I mean, oh yeah. The, the the trailer, by the way, it's gonna cut you out here, Nick, for a minute, but I'll bring you back in. Oh yeah, um, the trailer. Just looks bad. It looks like a WB movie. It looks like... It look, no, not WB. It is a WB. It looks like a CW series.
1: <laughs> I, I'm
0: like, bro, did you guys... Like, I, nobody cares. I don't know what Sony thinks they're going to do. And they're just... Just let this go. Nobody wants... Nobody asked for this movie. Nobody. Nobody's excited to see it. It's going to make like... million, like nobody cares, dude. This is just not a movie that anybody really wanted to see. And Sony is just continuing over and over again to waste everybody's time with their stupid, stupid movies. And the track record of their live-action films have been garbage. Venom 1 was mediocre. Venom 2 was trash. Morbius, trash. Craven looks Morbin like time. trash. It's moving time, baby. This movie is <laughs> trash. It's garbage. The writing sucks. The the it, I'll admit, sometimes the stuff looks cool. You get a good cast, but nobody cares. And everybody who's like, well, I heard that uh, Andrew Garfield's gonna Will you stop? Just stop it. <laughs>
1: I heard Andrew Garfield, Deadpool, and Dr. Strange is going to be in it. <laughs> I heard that Dr. Strange
0: actually turns into Spider-Man, and Deadpool <laughs> is Dr. Strange. It's all going to connect to the multiverse. <laughs> ah, just stop it. Because there's, there's one scene where it shows like Spider-Man handing over a baby, and they're like, oh, I bet you that's Tobey Maguire. And I'm like, okay, guys. Hey, uh, it, it, it's probably nobody. It's probably just the chest of some dude. They pay ten dollars to wear the suit, and it's going to keep you guessing. Because why? Because that's what Sony does. Just like every single trailer for Morbius.
1: Yeah. They cut out all too. that stuff, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what makes me nervous about this movie. Because I, I want. I was originally so excited for, for uh, that movie, and then. I didn't go to see it. And then when I heard all the crap about it, I was like, wow, I'm glad I didn't see it. And I was so bummed that it ended up being crap. And I'm just, I, ah. and now thinking about this movie, I want to watch it because it's got my spider people in it. Sure. But of course. then I'm like, what if it ends up being like that movie? But then I'm like, I still want to watch it, but I, I, I'm just like, ah, the, 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 the risk. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Well, thankfully
0: the MCU comes back, but this is a long hiatus.
1: Yeah, it's been a while since they've had a movie movie like this. Or a a hole like this, excuse me.
0: It is. I mean, so we had the Marvels in November. Um, That was the last Marvel movie to hit the cinemas until July. July 26, Deadpool 3 comes out.
1: Yeah, buddy. It's going to be yeah, a good one, though.
0: That's going to be a good one. We got a yeah. lot riding on it. A lot of multiversal stuff. We got Deadpool and Logan together. The OG Logan together. <clears throat> I'm into that. I'm not mad about it. Um, I'm excited. How are they going to connect all the way back? Because we got a little teaser of a little Kang stuff in Marvel's. But we're going all the way back to February. Before we even had anything with Kang in the movie theater. Thank God Loki gave us so much Kang. Yeah. And it was one of the best series ever. Um, But yeah, Deadpool 3. The long, highly anticipated. This one, I think, could really... Dude, this could bring Marvel some serious money, dude. This could be the, the 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 lightning bolt that Marvel needs again, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think so too. This could definitely be essentially. I think it will hit it like Guardians Three did. It'll. I think it'll I think be so just too. like that lightning bolt that'll just strike down. So. I think you're right.
0: And then, uh, then going back to Sony. Oh, jeez. <laughs> i don't know who's worse uh, sony or dc you know um
1: Well at least sony's had a couple well the sony's had at least the spider-man ones but then again that was more marvel so yeah sony
0: didn't do nothing with that
1: yeah um so we got <laughs> we
0: got venom 3 which tom hardy says probably be his last who cares they turn Venom into a joke. Yeah. Venom 3. I don't even know what it's about. Venom 3 is set for November 8th. It was supposed to be released in June. It's now released in November. And it uh, doesn't say anything. doesn't give us anything. doesn't give us any story. doesn't give us... Yeah, nothing. So there
1: you go. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know what they're even going to do in that one. <clears throat> especially based on what they did with Homecoming. I'm like, all the buildup they had in the previous movie just for what they did, and it's like, hmm.
0: Allegedly, okay. there's talks of Venom fighting the Lobo gang, uh, Lobo Cartel, which is from the comic books, and it's a gang of werewolves. But that nah, just this all sounds very stupid to me. Um, but Sony's, right. not <laughs> Sony's not done yet. Sony's not done yet. They always oh, I, come I, back. I should have said this at the beginning. I'm sorry. Before before Venom Three is none other than Craven.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh it's, boy. Craven it's Craven time.
0: It's Craven. Are you craving some craven? Um <laughs> Craven the Hunter comes out August thirtieth. But he's not really a hunter. You know because he's really like i don't know they altered his whole origin story mm. and they make craven a, a hero what i don't know man i i dude i don't even know what to tell you apparently did he's it... out there trying to save animals instead of hunt them i don't
1: know man uh, did they are they doing what uh what they did with D? are they doing what Snyder did with, um, oh, what's his name, with Luthor? How it was like his dad who was supposed to be the original Luthor and that the other one in BVS was like this, the crazy one was like the new Luthor or whatever?
0: It, I think so, because I think Craven's dad's in this movie.
1: Okay. I also if don't know that. for
0: sure. I, you know, in, in all fairness, I don't really know. Because I don't really care, um, yeah, because
1: that's cause, that's weird. Uh,
0: I'm not going to watch it. I don't I, no, yeah. wait let me rephrase that. I'm not going to pay to go see this in the movie theater. When it starts streaming, I'll watch it, um, and I'll be disappointed, and I'll do my crappy review on it. But that's it, guys. Like we just went through and entire into- it looks like the only real MCU movie in 2024 so far. That has that has truly been confirmed is Deadpool 3.
1: Well, at least it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> Potentially. one. Potentially. <laughs> it's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah.
0: It's a big one. There's other movies, there's other some fun horror movies. There's some there's some great streaming content. I think the thing I'm looking forward to the most in 2024, movie-wise. <clears throat> Might be Deadpool three, Um when you know. The, I was hoping we were gonna get Stranger Things in twenty twenty four, but that got pushed to twenty twenty five.
1: Yeah, when I saw that they said Gosh. they were just now filming, I'm like, oh, oh god. god! I'm like, I know geez. these kids.
0: These kids are forty five right now, dude. <laughs> yeah. Frickin' eleven is really sixty six, like. <laughs> How are you, and I know there's going to be a jump, but bro, you're only going to jump a little, I mean, and and how are you going to jump, like, Hawkins is essentially hell on earth, so were you guys just living with hell on earth for five years, like, I don't know, man, I'm not going <laughs> to doubt them, because I started to bash Stranger Things, because they took so long, and then they released that last season, I was right back into it again, I was like, never mind.
1: I mean, fire
0: <laughs> yeah 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 so i was really looking forward to that and i thought that would be it umbrella Academy's 2025 um their final oh. final season yeah so
1: oh what i forgot about that yeah
0: pretty cool though at least we're getting a final season you know what i mean yes i'm okay with that
1: yes wow you know. yes Good so Lord, that, wow. Yeah,
0: that's pretty cool. Um, I th- I'm, I think Star Wars could be the big winner in 2024, dude.
1: Yeah. With all I those mean, shows.
0: I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? We're not getting a movie. That's okay. I don't need a movie.
1: Yeah, just, just good content. Us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So, as we wrap this up, guys, as we wrap up for everybody listening, and for Nick luck joining me on my final show of 2023 pretty exciting oh, yeah. <clears throat> my voice can't my voice can't hang any longer um what are you looking forward to the most in 2024 as far as some of the things we discussed or maybe there's something we didn't discuss
1: man so the one thing on the list that um, we didn't discuss is i'm looking forward to uh disney's uh remake of um finding nemo starring oh, uh, the yes. live-action finding nemo starring nice. Arnold schwarzenegger
0: <laughs> i heard they changed the uh clownfish to a sunfish and people are really offended by it
1: yeah it's it's it's, it's becoming a whole deal people are threatening to sue disney I believe it's that. ridiculous Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, you know we uh, didn't we didn't
0: really talk about in the Disney animated stuff, but I don't even know. I don't even want to go back to that, but because uh, <laughs> I I don't know if there's any Pixar. I think we're getting um. Oh, what's the sequel that's coming out that I am excited for from Pixar? Um, uh, inside Out. Yes, I think that's 2024, late 2024. Yeah, I think so. I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, that one's, I think that one's going to be good.
0: That's a good one. But other than the remake live action of uh, Finding Nemo, uh, <laughs> where Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger plays the
0: shark. Um, <laughs>
1: he's actually playing you, all the roles, actually. He's playing all the roles. I'm in. You know what? I would watch that.
0: Did you hear that theory about Finding Nemo? Uh, it's really kind of messed up. Um, What's that? I think the finding Dory kind of ruins this theory. That Nemo actually doesn't exist, that he's dead, and that the dad oh. was just going crazy, reliving that over and over again.
1: Yeah, Bro. I that theory. Yeah, that's pretty messed up.
0: I'm like, dude, as if the movie wasn't screwed ten minutes yeah. in, you had to drop this nugget on us.
1: If Stephen King wrote it, that'd probably be the, the case, yeah. yeah. That's true.
0: <laughs> that's true. So what are you looking forward to the most?
1: <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um, Yeah, I definitely have to go with Deadpool 3. I mean, yeah. finally Hugh Jackman in the MCU. That's Love it. Because, like, ever since Logan hearing that was going to be his original retirement, I thought, dang, I was really hoping for him to be in the MCU. And you know, we, we were really all hoping eventually we'd get the mutants fox the fox universe the the rights to all these marvel yes. properties yes. in the right universe and now finally all these years later we do and we got the og actor himself doing it
0: yeah and i yeah i'm i think <laughs> i think that's gonna be i mean that's a hard role dude hugh jackman's not young anymore dude Not, i mean like right and, but it almost works because Wolverine mm-hmm. can look old. Wolverine can look rugged. I mean, Logan was perfection, man.
1: Exactly.
0: So, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I mean, I know there's other movies that aren't connected to these franchises that are coming out that are going to be great. But that's got to be one of the big ones. And, I mean, July, that's like a summer blockbuster level movie, man. Mm hmm. Um, what do you got planned for 2024? What do you, By the way, I meant to ask you this as soon as we came on the air and I forgot. Mm-hmm. Are you podcasting anymore?
1: Ooh. Ha <laughs> I want to. I'm trying to get that, that morale back. Cause I want to, okay. but I just haven't like got that that push which is weird
0: no it's not it's not weird because i because podcasting's hard and many many of you guys out there that maybe listen to podcasts think hey hey we just put them get a microphone on and talk and that's that's why podcasts fail actually because people assume that people are like oh man we have good things to say let's put them." Let's get a podcast together and then they record and then they don't record consistently or maybe they record consistently for the first three weeks and then they taper off and they're like, oh, we only got 30 downloads. We suck. It's over. People don't realize the marketing and, and, and the sea of podcasts that are out there that you got to do something to stand out and it's hard and they're like, well, I'm, I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan and it's like, okay, um, <clears> okay. <throat> So it's not I get it. I get why you're like, man, I don't know. I just I don't have that push. Because I gotta be honest with you. The last if I didn't record as much as I did ahead of time, I don't think I, I think I'd be done podcasting. Mm because it's not that I don't like it. I really do. And that's why twenty twenty four I'm I'm changing things up and I'm, I'm, I'm taken to that next level, you know, I've got some really good plans and ideas and I've got opportunities and I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage of that um, because I do like podcasting. But the reason I say that is because it is exhausting. It yeah. is exhausting to find time on your, on your example. As we record this now, I am just lucky that I don't have my son here right now. So I, it's 11 o'clock at night, my time. We're recording this. Um, I don't have to get up early unless I want to, which I will, cause I'm gonna go for a run. But I also worked a nine and a half hour day and I was on my feet for nine and a half hours. Um, I think I got something like almost 20,000 steps in, you know? Um, Yo. To, uh, yeah, like for real, I'm tired. stuff,
1: yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> I'm, my, my body hurts. Um, my voice is going, I am battling, I don't even think it's sickness. I'm just battling something. Uh, I'm kind of hungry still, but it's 11 o'clock at night. So I'm not going to eat. I'm, you know, like I'm stressed out about this. I'm, and that's just me. Yeah. You know, this is after I, me and my son went and looked at Christmas lights last night and did this and all the fun stuff and got up early to feed him breakfast and all the normal stuff we do as dads, as human beings, as people. And then you add in the stress of the holidays. And then you add in the stress of your personal life and then your own mentals. And then you got to go in and record.
1: Truth. Bro, yeah. it sucks.
0: So if I did not have these episodes in the bag and have consistently over the last several years managed to do that. And I was recording like, oh crap, I don't have an episode I got to record this week bro there's no way that i would be either good at what i do or even into it anymore i would just stop because the minute you step away somebody else steps in because people that listen to your show are fickle you have some really loyal people but if they too i mean think about it think about all the streaming channels we have we have everything at our disposal and we scan and scroll for hours because we can't find something to watch.
1: Yeah, especially I mean, when we're trying to eat. <laughs> yeah,
0: trying to eat, trying to watch something. Then we find something, and what do we do? We get on TikTok for 45 minutes, and we miss half the damn movie. <laughs> I mean, so if they're listening to your show, and they're into it, and they go back and you don't have a new episode the next week, they might be gone for good now. Right. <clears throat> so I get it. I get it. Like, I'm with you. I got to record Tuesday with Stuart on Trash Talk so we can finish recording our January shows. Because I told Stuart, if I don't run a month ahead with you, dude, I'm going to get so far behind, I'm not going to want to do it. And I like doing it. And I love doing it. and It's fun and it's exciting. But you know how many times I've been on the show where I'm just like... I'm recording, and in my mind, I'm like, I can't wait till this is over. You just kind of suck it up and put it on the face. So I get it, bro. I just hadn't seen you post something in a while. And I was like, hmm. Just didn't know if you were doing it again.
1: Yeah, I f- I appreciate you reaching out about that. And, you know, that's the great thing about when you do those podcasts too because even when you feel like that do you still have that moment where afterwards you have that moment where you feel good that you got it done and you got it recorded at least
0: yeah i mean for the most part yeah that does happen like um and some of my best episodes some of my best episodes have come from me not wanting to do it like i've gone back and listened i'm like damn that was a good episode
1: yeah, that's how I always end with mine too, and even with the the last one I did. And <clears throat> the crazy thing is, I still have a couple of pre-recorded ones that I have to upload, and it's like, what am I doing? I should just all I gotta do is just upload it. Right. But uh, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you know that's okay. I just I, I should have maybe I should have brought that on off the air, but that's not how I roll. Um. <laughs>
1: I mean, people who are listening to it, it might be if you decide to keep this on, it might be something they may may need to hear, too, for whatever they may be dealing with. If they have the same issue, you never know. Also
0: true. Yeah, also true. So for 2024, what do you got planned? You got your books, you got art shows coming up. What do you got going on?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, So with my next book, uh, Quantum Cab. I've reached about 300 pages, I, I saw believe. That. I
0: see that. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, buddy. I um, I'm excited. I'm about almost about finished. I think it's going to be probably about the time I'm actually finished, I think it'll be between 310 and maybe 320 pages. Once I actually finish all the fine details, because I'm reading through it now to adjust like the typos and all that stuff and uh going from there and i'm aiming for a january release
0: all right so we're i mean like fresh into 2024 dropping that book
1: yeah kind of like how i did uh did i do that for i think i did that for our company last year or was that the children's book one of the two i think i did that last year wow i think it was a children's book dude wow has it really been a y- good lord yeah it <laughs> <laughs> that, you, that went yeah, by fast
0: because yeah you put out the children's book like a month or two right after and i think that was january i could be wrong man
1: oh yeah yeah i launched i launched odd company in december i think it was and then the next I, I, yeah, yeah I that's what like it, was. it was
0: right yeah I, I, I thought so i just couldn't remember
1: yeah, because I, I just had to do the illustrations really for the children's that's book, it, and then that's what it was. Oh, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, so I just got to do that, and then the art shows. I believe they're not going to start until like
0: springtime.
1: Yeah, once it starts getting warm, yeah, so I got some prep prep time for that, which gives me time to get um, order some physical copies of the books uh get some money excuse me get some money up for that um and get some uh what's it called get some uh things to advertise that with some different prints unique things I could do because I really want to push that book really hard especially because I'm for this book in particular I'm a lot more confident with this one than I am with the other two. There's just something... Not that I don't like those two books. I really am confident and proud of those other two. Sure. But something about this book just gives me... I I just have a stronger connection with it. So, I I feel like... I think this will connect to people a bit more. So, I feel like I'm gonna be doing uh, yeah <laughs>
0: well that's an interesting way to approach it too with you know a lot of times people that <clears throat> you know whether they're movies or books or comic books or uh, music January is typically not the time that people drop something because it's genuinely a slower month for people overall you know people are coming down from the holidays people are are broke so they're having to get back in track of You know, let's get that money and pay off these bills from everything that they spent in December um, and such like that. So it's in a way, it's kind of cool that you have something new coming out because for the people that are just kind of taking it low key easy, it might be nice to say, oh, you know what? I I, I see something over here I'm interested in and it's affordable and I I can buy this book and kind of, you know, discover something new. So it's kind of cool.
1: Thank you. And that's good, too, because even if they can't, like, get it right now, it's like, hey, it's, it's going to be right there when you want it. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, that's great. And, guys, you can follow him. Of course, uh, we haven't been on Wisdom very much lately, really, at all. Um, <clears throat> but we've also been super busy. Um, we only are on Wisdom right now because we had technical difficulties, uh, which is why you guys, I guess, are getting kind of a, uh, a freebie of what the Life of an Average Joe podcast is going to be next week. So there you go. It's like a yeah. premiere, boom. Um, but you can follow Nick, click his link, follow him here, and then check out all of his stuff uh, You know that he does as far as all of his website, his merch. He's got a lot of merch out. He's got some bomb stickers. Every time I turn around, I keep seeing a sticker I want. But what's cool about the <laughs> stickers are, these are not just like stickers that are like oh cool it's a cool logo these are this is artwork this is his stuff this is what he does this is his drawing this is what he does so i've got my own little uh physical media collection that i've been rebuilding and the case or i should say the shelving unit is now covered in stickers and i've got uh nick luck stickers here and they're awesome man
1: thank you i'm yeah, I'm really trying to build a nice portfolio of those just to make I'm I wanna make sure the ones I do, even if they're similar to what others have seen, I wanna make sure that there's a flair to them that speaks to them that that is uh what's it called, unique to me, you know?
0: Yeah. Totally makes sense. Well, and you got the QR code on there. Right. Take you right to everything you need to do. I still think Ian Raptor is probably one of my favorites, dude.
1: Thanks. I do That one. I, I have it. not seen anywhere else. And I'm very glad. Cause I'm, I, with fan art, it is so hard to do things unique. And that's one I have not seen anywhere else. Yet. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's on
0: my, uh, so I got, I, I collect vinyl records. I love vinyl. Always have loved vinyl. And, um, I got my record case uh that that displays my vinyl records and it's on that one with some other stickers and i was like yeah that that's that that's my favorite so far (laughs) so but you can check out all nick luck stuff it's great he's done some stuff for me actually i'm kicking around a new commission idea i gotta wait though because money's tight um
1: i hear that (laughs) but i got (laughs) i got an
0: idea that i was like hmm let's see if this will work so Hopefully in the next month or two, when I get some uh, get things back on track and kind of get this idea, but he does do commission work, uh, and I've got some, so it's amazing. But check him out, and then of course for me for 2024, I got a lot going on. I got new merch dropping, um, new merch now, but it's not going live till January because uh, again I'm broke. But uh, you know, being able to have that in January will be nice. It'll be a little bit cooler. So I'm bringing the beanies back from last year. Um, I'm very excited about that. and uh, Because I did a very small run on those last year, like super ultra small. Uh, This year it's a little bit bigger, so that's nice. Um, Unique. Yes, 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 yes. A lot of podcasts going on. Uh, I've got a couple podcasts live that I'm doing from a couple breweries, a brewery right here in Frisco, Texas. So I'm excited about that. I mean, literally, I... I can walk to it. That's my favorite saying. So, um, (laughs) and I can, and I have, uh, but I've got some fun guests. I'm going to start really doing a lot more video podcast in 2024. Um, yes, it's time. And, uh, I put it off for a long time. So I'm going to start doing a lot more of those videos, obviously trash talk. We do those all the time, but Uh, for Brandon, for me on the life of an average Joe podcast, I'm going to start doing those. Um, if I could get at least one, one, some one a month, two a month, kind of split them in half, you know, that'll be cool. Still able to listen to podcasts on Spotify, of course, and you know, YouTube and Apple podcasts, but being able to have those videos, uh, I think is super important. I really want to kind of, uh, load up some months with special guests, Uh, that work well with the topics that I want to talk about. I do have some returning guests that I'm excited about that I haven't had on in a while. So, yeah, it's just going to be fun. So for everybody that's been listening, you guys are awesome. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Nick, thank you for being here.
1: It is a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And we will do this again. So make sure you guys follow. Until then, you guys have a great one. See you next time.